Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to our Romans Bible study today. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. Glad you're with us whenever you're watching this. I know the Lord's going to bless you. We're excited today to be in Romans chapter 8. Today will be part 30 of chapter 8. And I encourage you to go back to <clears throat> Romans chapter 1, verse 1, many, many, many sessions ago. Work your way through this Bible study with us, pencil, paper, a receptive heart toward God in your Bible, and the Lord will minister to you. He'll speak to you. He'll bring fresh direction to you. He will do many great things in your life when you and I learn how to walk by faith, and that faith comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Hallelujah. That's good to know. Today is the 23rd day of January 2020. Cold, wet, dark, rainy uh, morning here in Queen City, Texas, and, and uh, we're just uh, so blessed to be able to be doing what we're doing and to have people like you with us who pray for us and support the ministry. And, and I'm just thankful for Crossway Church, who was a church birthed almost 15 years ago, uh, just based on the preaching of the cross. And this is a ministry that everybody on the planet is welcome to come, welcome to be a part, welcome to watch on, welcome, everybody's welcome everywhere except the pulpit. And I, I make that clear. Nobody's ministering to the people of God through this ministry that cannot open the Bible and point people to Christ and His work at Calvary. That's what we're going to do. That's all we're ever going to do because that is the guarding of the sheep and the feeding of the sheep. And that which is harmful, we don't need that to be presented and so we, we just allow those uh, that God has called and sent and that knows this sanctifying truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Think about this. If, 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 uh, if, if I'm born again and I'm filled with the Spirit, what is there now? I need to learn how to live for God filled with the Spirit. And that only takes place as the message of the cross uh, referring to its daily sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit uh, work, works in my life. And so, uh, you know, there throughout the ages, there have been many ministers who've seen many people born again and many people baptized with the Holy Spirit, as the book of Acts teaches. But then after that, because the message of sanctification, the message of the cross, we left the cross and we went into things that we must do to be sanctified, and yet we did not know the truth of sanctification. We never knew how to possess our vessels in sanctification and honor. We never knew how to live for God. What to do? We knew. How to do it? We did not know. The church has not known it for centuries. It's not new. It's been here the entire time that we've had the Word of God. But stepping into what God has given us to be able to live for God. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about living for God where the sin nature no longer dominates me and I no longer have to have the testimony continually over and over every day. I knew I should have done that, but I didn't. I know I should not have done that, but I did. I just can't seem to get it right. The truth has come, ladies and gentlemen. 
for you and I to be able to know how to live for God, how to carry out the scriptures we've declared for years. Instead of just declaring them, we can actually now, as we learn the word of God in the context of Christ and him crucified, can live for God, can live for God in power and victory, and have more than a declaration, but a life to back it up. Hallelujah. Now, that's good news, my friends. Glad you're with us today. You can find everything we do here at Crossway Church uploaded to the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, and we have a church app, Crossway Church. You can get on your phone and the Spreaker app that you can get all our audio teachings, messages, everything we do. That's the Spreaker app. Just type my name in or my channel, which is for those who have ears to hear, and you will be blessed as you hear God's Word ministered in its righteous context. That is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Hallelujah. Determined to know absolutely nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We stand there. We move there. We live there. We have our very being there. And many have tried to deter us and move us away through words of wisdom that, well, we also need to. And we also, everything God has for us to learn, we're going to learn it through our faith in the cross, or we're not going to learn it like we need to learn it. And we're not going to learn to function as the body of Christ as we should. So never let go of the cross of Christ. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Romans chapter 8 today, verse 27. We'll scratch our feet there and blast off. And he that searches the hearts, the Lord, knows what is the mind, the purpose of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The purpose of the Spirit is to get us in the will of God, the will of God in us, us in the will of God and the will of God taking place in and through our lives. That's his purpose. That's his mission. Now, of course, we know the way he does that. Jesus said when the spirit of truth comes, he will reveal the truth to you. He will guide you into all truth. And, and that's his purpose. That's why he came, to comfort us, to strengthen us, to, to get us in the will of God and the will of God taking place in our lives. Never forget that. <clears throat> so the purpose of the Spirit is to, is to carry out the will of God in us. But he's only able to do that as he reveals truth to us and we believe the truth. That way he can guide us, lead us into all truth for it is a walk in truth. Jesus is the truth, and what he did at Calvary is what makes him and the written word of God our applicable truth. Jesus said that he is the truth. The Bible says in Psalms 119, 105, that the word of God is the lamp under our feet and the light under our path. And Jesus prayed in John 17, said, Thy word is truth. Yet Revelation uh, 21, 23 says, The Lamb is the light. Jesus is the light. The Word of God is the light. So which one is it? It's all three. And unless it includes all three, it is not light. Jesus is our light. The Word of God is our light. Jesus as the Lamb 
illuminated to us in the Word is the light for us to walk in. The Word of God in the context of Jesus as the Lamb is the light. Without those three bind together, the written Word of God concerning the living Word of God as the Lamb of God, without those three things, we're going to stagger around in a place of darkness and we're going to try to conform ourselves into the image of Christ and it will never work. The Word of God is meant to be a lamp to our feet, a light to our path, and it will be. If our faith is in Jesus, the, the light, as He is the Lamb of God that made Him our light, that allows us to have light, that allows us to walk in the light. Amen. So, the mind of the Spirit is to get us in the will of God, the will of God in us being carried out. He carries the will of God out. That's His purpose. And in the will of God, we're comforted, strengthened. We're, we're given the things we need for the will of God. And in this process, remember Jesus said, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He won't speak that of Himself, but that only which He hears and he will glorify me. This is the process, the only process through which we glorify God is when Jesus is glorified by the Spirit being able to get us in the will of God, the will of God, his purpose to carry the will of God out in our lives. This is kindergarten, but this is Bible, and this is where we find the Lord, and this is where we walk with the Lord, and this is where we learn of the Lord in this kindergarten place, this simplicity of Christ that we came to Him by faith in the cross of what He did at Calvary. And we walk with Him only with our faith in who He is and what He did at Calvary. Then the Holy Spirit can teach us the Word of God in the context of the living Word of God and carry out His will for our lives. Not our will, His will. In verse 28, see, we quote this all our lives, and, and I'm, I'm not being ugly today, but we actually think we're getting something for quoting this. You can declare this to yourself till you fall out, till the rapture. Declaring it's not going to get you anything. Understanding it is going to give you some favor, give you the experience. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 15, a good understanding gains favor. A good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. And know this today, saints, if I don't understand the word, all I can be is unfaithful. I can't be faithful except as I'm living by faith, and that faith has to be the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, Galatians 2.20, for that's what the Bible says is how we live now is by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, Galatians 2.20. Now think about that. So we're not ever getting anything by declaring something. We get everything we get from God by faith, proper faith in Christ and what he accomplished at Calvary. For only through what he did at Calvary do we have access to everything. And not just because we got saved 40 years ago, but today our faith must remain 
in Christ and his work at Calvary. And there's a lot of deception in the church. Preachers will say this, but then they'll get right up and teach these three things. If you'll do these three things, God will deliver you. Well, that's distracting from his work and trying to make you work to get God to deliver you. And whenever you're hearing that, I want you to know something. That's really the work of Satan in our flesh because the Bible says Satan's ministers transform themselves. You and I are not in a self-transforming ministry. Think about the only ministry of self-transformation is that of Satan. His ministers transform themselves. We're transformed by the Spirit of God to carry out the will of God. In there, Christ is glorified, our Heavenly Father is glorified because there's fruit in this and only this. I just told you something powerful. I just told you something very powerful. Any minister who's... And I speak from experience for I spoke on behalf of the enemy for several years. And if you'll do these three things, God will deliver you. Well, telling anybody to do anything for deliverance or any aspect of God's grace and salvation is us telling folk, you can transform yourself. God did it all, now it's up to you to finish it. No, Jesus said it was finished, and I'm just called to realize, understand, and walk in that which is already finished. Hallelujah. Satan and his ministers transform themselves. The Holy Spirit transforms us, hallelujah, into the image of Christ. But even that has been misunderstood because Philippians 3 and 10 tell us that we're being made conformable unto his death. Unto his death. We have a great resurrection coming and we'll get new bodies and we'll be perfect in body, mind, soul, and spirit. Everything will be brand new forever and ever. Think about that. But in this life, even though we have resurrection power right now, we are being made conformable into the image of his death because his death was the highlight of all of his life here on this earth, the highlight of all his obedient acts, the highlight of all his miracles, the highlight of Christ on this earth was his humble, obedient act unto death. For there, all Believers were drawn to him. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.13 that we were brought near by the blood, not by the miracles, by the blood. And there's where we stay near, my friend. Hallelujah. Watch this now. And we know that all things, even though we're groaning and travail in pain, waiting on our new bodies one day, which is the context of this particular scripture we're talking about. And that's why we're being reminded we have the Holy Spirit that even though we don't know what we should pray all the time and we're talking about people who are desiring to live for God, wanting to live for God, wanting to see the will of God, not their will, the will of God carried out in their lives. They're praying, seeking God, going to church, studying the word in prayer, but sometimes they don't know what to pray. And we hear, we're told that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And, and that, that 
all things are working together for good. What's, what's the for good? The will of God. The will of God. That's what's good is the will of God. <laughs> the will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. Hallelujah. That's what's good, the will of God. Not our will, but God's will. It always has to be God's will if God sees it as good. If it's just our will, then it's not good. And I'm talking about that which pertains to living for God. Amen. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Remember, you, can't, you, all, you have to study the Word. Jesus said, they that love me are keeping my commands. Now, again, we're not talking about perfect, sinless perfection. There is none on this side of glory. That's all to come. But you and I are not to, at the same time make excuses because there is no sinless perfection. We are to be striving, the Bible says in Philippians 1.27, for the faith of the gospel, which brings about the will of God. Striving together, not for some denominational rules and, and thoughts and some years of the... Now we're to be striving together. Are you striving together with a group of people where you go to church for the faith of the gospel? Or is the gospel even being preached there? I'm not talking about mentioned. I'm talking about is the Bible open and the gospel, the good news coming out, where it's all about Jesus and what he did at Calvary. Hallelujah. Well, no, brother, we've got to talk about this and we've got to talk about that. And good, we've got to talk about all the counsel of God. But listen, hear this statement and know this. We don't preach Christ and Him crucified and the whole counsel of God. We preach Christ and Him crucified as the whole counsel of God. All the counsel of God includes Christ or it's bad counsel and it can't be good. All the counsel of God includes Christ and His work at Calvary or it's not the counsel of God and it can't take place and it can't be good. If it hadn't got Jesus in it, and it doesn't, if our faith is not in the sacrifice, it can't be good. Hallelujah. People who disagree with this are only deceived by the sin nature. When we're trusting in anything other than Christ and what he did at Calvary, and we'll think we are when we're growing to celebrate recovery, trusting in that, because somebody told us if we'd go partake of that, we'd find deliverance or AA or the government of 12. If we just get involved in this program, we'd find the deliverance. We'd find the place of maturity. The cross is enough. Is the cross not enough? You see, it's not the cross and. The and anything eliminates us from grace. And we don't even know we're doing it. And this is why. The Bible teaches very clearly in Romans chapter 6 and 7 that when we're trusting in something other than Christ's work at Calvary, the sin nature comes alive again, dominates us again, and then we live in fear again. And we think we're running to God, but we're running from God. If the sin nature's dominating, that means we're dead. Romans 7, 9, Galatians 5, 1 through 4, Revelations 3, 1 through 6, Christians can become dead again, and when death is involved, fear is there. 
And when death is involved, when the sin natures dominate, we can be in church every week, reading the Bible every day, praying every day, lifting our hands and worshiping God, and still the sin nature be dominating us. And when that's the case, we're deceived, and that's why people won't let go of what they've trusted in and come back to exclusive faith in the cross because the sin nature is dominating and deceiving them. As Paul said, it had been him till he understood there is no other answer but the cross of Christ. Hallelujah. That's why they won't let go of that because they won't grab a hold of exclusive faith in the cross. We have to come back to Calvary. We have to come up and come out of places that refuse to be determined to preach anything else. Where there's a mixture, my friends, there's a drunkenness. Where there's a mixture, there's a drunkenness. Think about that. Where the sound doctrine is not being ministered and the sound doctrine is that form of doctrine that gave us soundness of mind and spirit. Think about that. Then there's drunkenness. Think about that. Where there's a mixture, there's got to be dizziness and confusion. And, and listen, where there's confusion, that opens the door to the enemy. Think about that. Give you something to think about today. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose, His will. Holy Spirit comes, and he, His purpose is to bring us along in the will of God. He does that by revealing truth. In this process, I've already said it this morning, in this process... Jesus is glorified. Our Heavenly Father is only in this process. We don't, listen, we don't gather and say, oh, be glorified. He's not glorified because I say be glorified. He's glorified as I'm being led in the truth and the will of God is being carried out in my life. And that cannot happen, my friends, without faith in the cross because the cross of Christ was a legal work that legally now allows the Holy Spirit to work in my life. Romans 8, 2, this same chapter, that's why this chapter is taking so long to get through it, because there's so much to talk about, but one of the one of the the, 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 the paramount things about Romans chapter eight is verse two. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Where do I find freedom? Where do I find liberty? From the law of sin and death, from the sin nature, from the death that the sin nature brings. Where do I find it? Through the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Amen. In Christ. Make a note of this. Never forget this. Most of you already know this. But in Christ speaks of his work at Calvary. For at the cross is the only place God has opened the door for anybody to be in Christ. Romans chapter 6 verse 3. That's why you need to go back and listen to all this teaching verse by verse as your Bible school, as your Bible study. Romans chapter 6 verse 3. Don't you know, know you not, that all who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized, immersed into his death. Not a water tank. 
We get water baptized as a sign, a testimony of an act of obedience on our part because we've already become obedient in God's eyes when we accepted Christ's obedience for us at Calvary when he laid his life down to take our sins away. Hallelujah. Good news. Hang on to it. Never let it go. Think about that. But that was a legal work. A legal. Christ had to die. Folk couldn't even go to heaven until Jesus died. Folk were, the Old Testament saints were locked up in paradise because the blood of bulls and goats couldn't get them to heaven. But Jesus, when he shed his blood, unlocked the door. He went and got them and led them out, Ephesians 4 tells us. Think about that. We, so the cross is a legal work. And it is what allows the Holy Spirit to legally work in your life. Legally. He's never immersed anybody into the body of Christ that he didn't immerse into the death of Jesus through their faith in the very work he did at Calvary, his death. And, the, and Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 tells us, As we have received the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore walk ye where? In him. With your faith in him. Your faith in what he did at Calvary. Hallelujah. God only honors faith in the death of Jesus. What about the whole Bible? Well, Jesus said the whole Bible was about him. John 5, 39, search the scriptures in them. You think you have life, but they are they which testify of me. Think about that. Your Bible is your Jesus book. Glory to God. The cross is a legal work. The first time you ever placed faith in Jesus and what he did for you, on the cross, the Holy Spirit, in the mind, the plan of God, took you where your legitimate faith went. And because your faith was right in Christ, he immersed you into Christ. And if that's where your faith stays in Christ, in what he did for you at Calvary, then you can walk in him, and the Holy Spirit can bring about through his purpose, the purpose he was sent to us, he can bring about the will of God in our lives. And when all things seem not to be going right, we can look back at Calvary and say, the same thing happened to Jesus at Calvary. The one who had appeared had lost all the power he had, was laying his life down through the same power that he worked all those miracles. And when I today feel like everything ain't, ain't working for me, there, the Spirit of God is inside of me, making intercession for me. And if I just keep trusting the Lord and his work he performed at Calvary, the will of God is going to be carried out by the Spirit of God in my life. Hallelujah. And I don't know everything I should be praying for, but I'm praying, God, show me. God, help me. I only want to carry out your will. I only want to be found walking in your purpose for my life. Hallelujah. Because all things work together for good to them that love God. Those that are praying, Lord, I don't know everything to pray. I know I need some answers, and I know the Holy Spirit's working in me. Hallelujah. Both to will and to do of God's good pleasure. Hallelujah. That means God's good will for my life. And I'm thankful for that. We know, we know, we, 
Listen, that's a powerful word, we. Not people who are just going about their own business, living for themselves, stamping God. Well, you know, God wants us to have a good time. You know, I ain't got to be doing all that stuff. God still loves. I'm not talking about them folk. I'm not talking about folk making excuses as why they're not pressing in, living for God more now today than ever before. Amen. Bible says in Psalm 92 that the folk who are planted in the house of the Lord, those trees of righteousness, those people that have been serving God their life, even in their old age, they're going to be abundant. They're going to be fat, not obesely physical. They're going to be fat in the things of God. Hallelujah. Woo, that's good news. That means day by day we can be more faithful to God as we're relying on His faithfulness to us through what He did at Calvary and the Word of God becomes clear and clear and we're learning the grace of Christ, the knowledge of Christ. It's not the knowledge of my, my history and my lineage. No, it's the lineage of Christ that I'm now in. Hallelujah. I'm in the family of God. I'm no longer a child of the devil. I'm a child of God. I'm no longer headed to hell. I'm headed to heaven. I'm no longer confused and not understanding why things aren't working out for me. I've got a Bible. I've come back to the cross. Now the Holy Spirit has a legal right to show me the wisdom of God, the knowledge of Christ, and lead me in the will of God because that's His purpose. And when His purpose is carried out, God's purpose and and me's carried out. Christ is glorified. God is glorified. And there we'll find every single thing we truly are looking for if we're looking for the will of God to be carried out. God bless you. Don't forget to help support us here. You can do that by giving online at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can text your giving to the to the ministry by 903-231-5950. I encourage you, help us do what we're doing. Seldom, they're, they're out there, but seldom are you going to find a ministry that are declaring this truth and nothing but this truth, nothing but the Word of God in the light of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Seldom are you going to find a ministry where no one's allowed to come and bring confusion by just declaring something without applying it to Jesus Christ and Him crucified because the will of God cannot be carried out outside this truth cannot be done. The church has been crippled for centuries. It's been crippled for, and blind for centuries. Most of the church has been dead for centuries, but the church is awakening unto the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. It's awakening today. It will never be the majority, but there is a minority. There is a remnant elected by grace, learning of the grace of Christ. And I encourage you to be a part of it. Find you a church that's determined to know absolutely nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. There you will find the will of God being carried out by the Spirit of God in your life. Get involved. Get involved. Support the ministry that's preaching nothing but the blood of Jesus. I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for those of you who are helping us financially to put these expositor study Bibles six every week into the hands of inmates and our other church in Wichita Falls, Texas uh, there uh, that it takes uh, at least $1,000 a month from this ministry to that ministry. And so I encourage you to be a part. Pray for us. We love you. That's why we're here doing what we're doing. God bless you. And until next time, Stay determined to know absolutely nothing.
but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. See you then.